Hey, listener, welcome back to another episode of the Who Are You to Lead Anyway podcast. I'm your host, Cynthia Jamison, and I am thrilled to be here with you today as I delve into a story that will surely resonate with many of you. It's a tale of change and transformation, one that involves shedding the heavy cloak of victimhood and embracing a new mindset. Today, I'm going to talk about the power of reframing, the strength of resilience, and the courage it takes to step out of your comfort zone. So sit back, relax, and let's begin. So the story begins with a client who, let me call him Mike, to protect his privacy. Mike had a deep-seated belief that he was on the verge of being laid off from his job. And this belief had taken root and had grown into a gnawing fear that kept him up at night. It filled him with anxiety, disappointment, frustration, and hopelessness. And when he was when we were doing coaching around this, he discovered that his days were marked by overworking and micromanaging as he constantly sought to avoid the dreaded acts. Now, Mike's story might sound familiar to some of you out there. That nagging feeling that something terrible is about to happen, the constant anxiety of waiting for the other shoe to drop, it's exhausting, isn't it? But here's where the story takes a turn. Through our coaching sessions, Mike had an epiphany. He likened himself to a football player who was always on the lookout for the tackle. Now, I have to tell you, this is the best metaphor I think that I've ever explored in a coaching session, and I just wanted to be able to share it with you in the way that it kind of happened in the session. So imagine being that football player, constantly scanning the field, expecting a hit at any moment. That was how Mike was living his professional life. He was so preoccupied with anticipating every possible setback that he didn't enjoy the game itself. Can you relate to this? Are you the football player on the field of your own life, constantly bracing for impact? It's a heavy burden to carry, and it can rob you of the joy and fulfillment that could be yours. But here's the magic of Mike's realization. He could choose to be a different kind of player one who still acknowledged the possibility of tackles, but focused primarily on playing well, on honing his skills, on showing up and enjoying the game. Now, this shift in perspective was revolutionary for Mike. His aha moment came when I asked him a simple question. What if you do lose your job? What then? And we explored this in this session, and he realized that he had a solid foundation in terms of his education, an impressive resume, a very strong network of contacts. And suddenly, the fear of losing his job didn't seem so insurmountable anymore. It's fascinating. Our fear-based brain throws up all of these obstacles for us. And if we spend even just a couple of minutes just outlining them, talking them out loud, it changes and takes the power away that they have over of us. So it was as though a light had been switched on in his mind. Mike's transformation began with one single thought a change in perspective. He chose to shift from a victim mindset to an empowered one, from a victim to a victor. So now I want to invite you to take a moment to reflect on your own life. Are there areas where you might be embracing a victim mindset, constantly fearing the worst? If so, welcome to being human. It happens. (laughs) 
Now, what if you could flip that script and focus on playing the game of life to the best of your abilities, tackling challenges when they arise, but not letting them define your entire experience? Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? So how do we make this shift? How do we shed the victim mindset and embrace the empowerment mindset or the victorious mindset? Now, I would be fibbing if I didn't say this is complex work. (laughs) However, I have thought about the top three things that are successful keys to reframing. The very first is awareness. That is the first and most critical key to reframing. You must become aware of your negative thoughts your beliefs, and interpretations of situations. This self-awareness is the foundation upon which the entire reframing process is built. So pay attention to your inner dialogue and emotional responses. When you catch yourself in negative thought patterns, just pause and acknowledge them without any judgment. The second key is to challenge negative thoughts. So once you become aware of your negative thoughts, the next key is to actively challenge them. Question the validity of these thoughts and examine whether they are based on facts or assumptions or judgments. Consider alternate perspectives and evidence that contradicts your negative beliefs. That's how you bust limiting beliefs is you actually find evidence that contradicts it. And this step involves critical thinking and rational analysis to break the grip of pessimism and doubt, self-doubt. This brings me to the third one. So choosing positive and empowering perspectives. So the final key to reframing is choosing, choosing positive and empowering perspectives. Once you've challenged your negative thoughts and beliefs, intentionally replace them with more balanced constructive, and realistic interpretations of the situation. You can use positive self-talk, I highly recommend, affirmations, and a growth-oriented mindset to reframe the ways that you perceive challenges, setbacks, and your own capabilities. This step involves consciously choosing thoughts and perspectives that serve your well-being and empower you to take action. So these three keys, awareness, challenging negative thoughts, and choosing positive perspectives are fundamental to the process of reframing and can be applied in various situations to foster resilience, reduce your stress, and promote a more positive outlook on life. And you can also consider seeking support, whether through coaching, therapy, or simply talking to a trusted friend or mentor. As you share your fears and anxieties, the power that they hold over you in your fear-based mind and brain begins to dissipate, and it can allow insights to come forward that can guide you toward a more empowered mindset. And finally, remember that change takes time. Be patient with yourself as you work through your own victim stories. It is a journey worth taking, one that can lead to a much more fulfilling and empowered life. So that's all for today's episode of Who Are You to Lead Anyway? I hope that Mike's story has inspired you to examine your own mindset and consider the power of reframing. And as always, I am here to guide you on your leadership journey. I cannot wait to explore more transformative stories with you in the future. And until next week, keep leading with intention and purpose.
Goodbye. Hey, listener, it's Cynthia. I want to say thank you for joining this incredible expedition of self-discovery and leadership growth as a listener of the Who Are You to Lead Anyway podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the tips, tools, insights, and conversations with my remarkable guests so far. If you want to take your leadership journey to new heights, join my newsletter where you'll receive exclusive updates, bonus content, and valuable resources to support your ongoing development as a leader. See the show notes for the newsletter sign up. As a token of my sincere appreciation, I want to offer you a complimentary self-discovery workbook designed to raise your awareness around what might be in your way of even greater success. To claim it, simply head over to my website. I'll put that link in the show notes, www.cynthiajamisoncoach.ca. Sign up and your workbook will be delivered right to your inbox. And there is something I would love to ask of you. Your feedback is an incredible gift and is an important part of this community. I really want to know what topics resonate most with you, what guests you'd like to hear from, and how I can serve you better. Your ratings, reviews, thoughts, and feedback will guide me in tailoring future episodes to give you more of what you want and need on your leadership journey. So if you're loving the Who Are You to Lead Anyway podcast, your input means the world to me, and it helps me shape an even more enriching and impactful podcast for you. I would really appreciate your help in spreading the word about the work that we're doing here. Once again, thank you so much for being part of my podcast family and for investing in your leadership growth. Remember, leadership starts with knowing yourself and embracing your unique abilities. Together, let's continue to thrive as authentic and influential leaders. Thank you so much for listening. Mm -hmm.